0: Welcome to the PHNX Coyotes Podcast, brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah Merrill in Phoenix, Arizona. Craig is somewhere in the mountains with trees behind him. Petey is luckily in his air-conditioned hotel room, I would hope, in Tampa Bay. Instead of the parking lot from yesterday, how is everyone doing on this fine Tuesday?
1: I'm still in my jammies, so all good. Seriously, I guess for the time zone, I'm three hours ahead of you guys. Like it's almost time to go back to bed already here. <laughs> okay, maybe not quite that bad, but yeah, to Leah's point, I am so done with this humidity. Like people that talk about Florida versus Arizona, I just don't understand it unless you're a huge water person like you got to be your boating your jet skiing your fishing okay i'll give it to you but every other day sunny for a little bit then unbelievable torrential thunderstorm and then it's sunny again and then it's like really like just at least in arizona we just stay sunny so anyway (laughs) there's my rant for today tampa's (laughs) hot and humid i don't know what it is today in the 90s it'll be humid and it'll rain because that's what it does
0: Well, and as of last night, this game is at least going to five games, so you're not coming home anytime Ah, soon. Um, Game three last night, Tampa finally kind of looked a bit more like themselves and took home the first game of this series as well as the first game that the Colorado Avalanche have lost on the road this entire playoffs, which is crazy.
1: Go ahead, Petey. No, no, it's funny because I said after game two, I said – Tampa lost that game as much as Colorado won it. Like Tampa was Tampa did not play like Tampa in game 2. They did so many things wrong as far as deep pinching when they shouldn't. They turned the puck over too much. They forechecked too aggressively. All of those things went away in game three. So did did Colorado lose a step maybe in the travel and so forth? Maybe. But it was more to me about how well Tampa played and how, hey, they dumped the puck in. They didn't send three. They sent one, sometimes two. But that third forward was always high. And we're just going to wait. We're going to defend you. And eventually we'll get our chances. And that's how they won the game. And Vasilevsky was frigging lights out in mm-hmm. this game. And Darcy Kemper,
2: mm-hmm. maybe yeah. wasn't.
1: So yeah. all of those things wrapped together, <laughs> I hate to say it, but I think Tampa's gonna win game four and I think we're gonna be tied two two. I just booked my flight for game six from Colorado back to Tampa. Uh, and I have a feeling I'll be booking my game seven flight from Tampa back
2: to Colorado. Oh, very, boy. very soon. I just yeah, hope we, we- like to Craig's point, I hope there's a good game. Yeah, I want to see closer games. We were so excited about the series when it started. There have been two blowouts in three games so far, and we also talked about the goaltending. You know, there was the thought maybe Darcy Kemper can finally recapture the type of game that we know he can play, but still so far, it just he hasn't been it, – it, statistically, he's like the worst goalie in the postseason. It's just crazy to see, and yet Colorado still is two wins away from winning the cup.
1: Do they have a goalie controversy now, Craig?
2: Like yeah, you know, you about Franco's
1: Franco's is six and all, He goes in last night, stops nine of ten. Does he get the start? Like I I don't imagine he will. Director kemper has gotta get the start in game four. He has to. Like,
2: as long as he's healthy, he's gotta get the start.
1: But how long does that last?
2: Yeah, that's if they lose again, do you really go back to him for game five? That's wow. Uh, like, always such a pivotal game in a series. Uh Boy, I don't know. You can't it have didn't... that goalie controversy in the Stanley Cup finals. It's crazy to think Oopsie. about, isn't it? Yeah. Ha. Yeah. Anyway,
0: it is ahead. very, it is crazy to think about. Um, I, for one, am happy that Tampa Bay won. I want it to be a series. I don't want, I didn't want it to be that Colorado just ran over Tampa. And right before we started recording, Craig, you were talking about, you just want some close games. Um, we got that in game one. Um, But the last two have kind of been blowouts in both directions. Everyone was so excited for this matchup. I think it's gone a little bit differently than at least I foresaw it going. Um, I hope that game four is a little bit closer and more competitive.
1: Yeah. I think, I I don't think that's going to happen tomorrow, Leah. I I hate to say (laughs) it. No, I really don't. I think, I think Tampa showed the way they can play at home. They get better line matchups that they want. Their confidence is definitely back. Their goalie is definitely back. And you know what, this is how they need to play. And I think what they were thinking in game one and two, I think they were trying to match speed with speed. They were being too aggressive. They were chasing the puck all over the ice and they just couldn't keep up with Colorado. Now they're playing their old style. Hey, We'll just back off and let you guys make mistakes. And that's what they capitalized on. I would anticipate more of the same tomorrow. Do I think a closer game only if Kemper's better? If Kemper's better, we might have a closer game and it might see a 4-3 game or something, something like that. I don't anticipate a one-nothing game, but I don't I please, please don't have another seven to one or six-two game. Let's let's have a competitive game. But sadly, Leah, I don't think I'll be back in the in the four peaks studio anytime soon. And I think again, I'm going all tinfoil hat here i think this is a conspiracy to keep me away from beer i really do because since four peaks was announced i've been on the road have not been home to enjoy the four Peaks studio and my free fridge full of four peaks beer
0: and so. could, and one other thing that i don't know if you guys even know this we're doing shows live from four peaks next week <laughs> what
1: what seriously so if this goes live, so you better be back five then i can be back
0: You just better wish it doesn't go seven.
1: If it's seven, then I'd get back next Wednesday. Not that I'm counting, but I'll be back a week from Wednesday if it goes seven.
0: So just for your (sighs) sake, I hope that maybe six. How about six? Six sounds like a nice
1: number. (laughs) No, I don't want to come back. No, that's fine. Six. Of Honestly, that I'm here. I'm teasing. It, this is really exciting to be around this atmosphere. I'm so fortunate they get to be here. I just hope for a little bit uh, closer competitive games. But this is fantastic time of year. And and I I I'm joking a little bit. But I do want to be home.
2: Well, at least if it goes to game seven, you can go back to the DNVR bar and. Defend yes. Your, uh, yeah, Boy, were like, they mad at me. Yeah. <laughs> were they mad
1: at me after game two? I was getting the text from the DMVR guys, hurry up and get here, you nerd. Like, I was literally, get here to drink, you nerd. But Did I, you I, go
0: drink after the game? I,
1: I couldn't, like, because I flew the next morning and I had to work. Like, there's Aww. stuff after the game that needs to be done before guys get on a plane the next day, and I I just couldn't. So I was working till late into the evening, but I think AJ and Rudo had a very good time in the DMVR bar. <laughs> so if it goes seven, I won't have work to do after. And if they win in five, I won't have to do work after. So if Colorado can find okay. a way in the next two, I can so. go right to the bar and 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 stumble—I won't say stumble home from DNVR. It's an Uber ride, but yeah, it. it I, I hope to have a beer at the DNVR bar either five or seven.
0: All right. Well, we'll see what happens in this series. Um, We're not here to talk about that today, though, though it is super fun to talk about the Stanley Cup final because it's just great stuff. Um, But we're going to move from the present into the past. And it's Tuesday, which of course means... It's time for another Trade Talk Tuesday. And today's trade that we will be looking back on is the Keith Kachuk trade. So we've kind of jumped all over the map in terms of the timeline of trades we've looked at the last month or so. But let's go to Keith Kachuk because he is a huge name in Coyotes history. Um, He was drafted by the Jets, came over with the Jets when they became the Coyotes. So only one end to look at, which is him departing and i kind of want to start just by laying the setting the stage of what was going on when this trade went down what was the mood what was the vibe what w- what were the circumstances around this trade
2: ah, more happy memories for coyotes fans getting rid of the original captain and and really what this signaled to me Petey, and and you were there obviously inside the room this was giving up on the core that had been brought over from winnipeg or assembled when the team moved to arizona it was Kachuk. It was Roenick. We know some of the other names. Teppo Newman and would be traded later as well. Um, but it was basically giving up on the the belief that this core could get something done in Arizona. So it was kind of depressing to, to watch Walt go out because, obviously, he was a massive fan favorite. He was the first captain in the franchise's history in Arizona.
1: You talk about what he did for this franchise. This is a guy that... He scored goals. I mean, that's what he was here for. He got to them that hard. He played hard. He played with an edge. He was a leader in the locker room. He was a leader on and off the ice. Like, he was, I, mean, I hate to say it, he was the Shane Doan before there was a Shane Doan. Like, he was that guy. Um, maybe not as, you know, the kind words that were spoken like like Shane Doan spoke. But when, when he had a problem, he told you he had a problem. Like, he was an unbelievable leader. And you know what? It was just time to make a change. They couldn't keep everybody financially. They had to, you had to do something. You you talk about rebuilding and you get all of these contracts. You had Jeremy Roenick, you had Keith Kachuk, you had Talkett. you had had a lot of money on the table and a team that couldn't get out of the first round, couldn't get out of the first round. Even when they, you know, you look at prior to his trade, the, the two years prior, they were up against St. Louis three to one. They win that series. Maybe they go on, to the Western finals, maybe even farther, who knows? And maybe that changes his fate here in Arizona, but they miss the, they don't get past the first round. And then the year that they traded him, they struggled. They, they, they they finished fourth out of five in the division and money is an issue as it always is in a market like Arizona. And so it was time for Keith Kachuk to move on. It was really hard. I think for the organization to get past the Keith Kachuk era.
0: So his time with the Jets and Coyotes, he played 640 games, which is significant. Um, 323 goals, 300 assists, 623 points. And he was traded on March 13th, 2001 to the St. Louis Blues in exchange for Michael McCall. Michael. 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 Okay. Michael uh, Hanzus, Ladislav Nagy. The 2001 or two first-round pick, which ended up being the 2002 number 23 overall, which turned into Ben Eager and the rights to Jeff Taffy. Where do you want to? Taffy, Tafe. Tafe.
1: good Minnesota
2: Listen, kid. I tried. See, that's how, that is how young you are. You don't even know who these people
0: guys, are. I was. You guys, do you know how old I was in 2001?
2: Uh, wow, we we're gonna hear whether we want to or
1: not. <laughs> now, Craig, am I right? Jeff Taffy marries Wayne Gretzky's niece. Yep. 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 So he was Wayne Gretzky ben, was his uncle. For ben Eager
2: while. won a Ben Eager won a cup with the Blackhawks.
1: Yeah, and he was also part of another trade mm-hmm. that we will talk about um, in an Let, upcoming show.
2: Let's talk about what they got first, because I you want to you want to get like the, the the number one guy in uh, Ladislav Nagy's fan club is Shane Doan. Nagy, when he was on, when he was healthy, and that was the unfortunate part of this for him. Boy, he had a couple fantastic seasons for the coyotes, and I think he could have done so much more if he had if he'd been able to stay healthy. He didn't hit that stride right away. He had a pretty good season in his first full season. but then you know he gets he goes fifty seven points in eighty games in uh, two thousand three four. Uh, He gets 56 points in 51 games in 05-06, averaging better than a point per game. That doesn't happen very often in in Coyotes' history. And then 55 points the following season. At times, this guy was just an incredibly skilled and exciting player to watch. It's unfortunate that it didn't turn into a a long-term thing for the Coyotes because I think the skill and the talent were there for Ladislav Nagy.
1: You talk about, you know, people familiar with, um, you talk about Marty Hansel and Redeem Vrabadez, the Czechoslovakian center wing connection. Hansus and Nagy were the Slovakian center and wing connection. They came over together. They're both from Slovakia. They played exceptionally well together. They were good friends on and off the ice. And I think that that synergy between those two really was, was a big part of their, I know, Okay, the interruption. I know this is an audio only, but the interruption of Craig on vacation is just annoying. His his wife just went out on the patio in the sun and probably got a bottle of wine. Anyway, um, the Hansus was a big centerman similar to Hansel, they were very similar. Uh, if that style of player, maybe not quite the points production you saw. Um, with Marty Hansel, but a very similar player. Very good defensively responsible guy. could kill penalties. He was a good piece of this puzzle. Nowhere near what Keith Kachuk is. But Ladislav Nagy, he had 20 goals his first three years, full seasons as a Coyote. And as Craig mentioned, that fourth season, he's over a -a point-a-game guy. He was exceptionally gifted offensively. Like, he could score, and he was talented. He got to the net hard. Really good hands. Unfortunately, gets hurt. And his he had a wrist injury playing in St. Louis, ironically enough, mm-hmm. where they acquired him from where he got hurt and damaged all of the bones and ligaments and tendons in his wrist. And I don't think he was the same player after that, which was unfortunate because he was fun to watch. And he was a guy that, you know, you, you pay to go see. And, and I think his offensive abilities really could have lasted longer if not for the injury and then again. You got to get guys out if you want to get new guys in. And and, and Ladislav Nagy had to get out the door again. And where did he go? He went to Dallas for Matthias Charnquist. And a first round pick that became Riley Nash. Oh. So the trade, oh trade, trade <laughs> tree comes and Riley Nash ended up being tr- the his rights were traded away before the Coyotes even got to trade him Uh-oh. to the Edmonton Oilers. And the Coyotes acquired first round pick Nick Ross. Oof, Who? I think he was so on we, our list. Who? It was on our come, list.
0: How come every single like at Trade Talk Tuesday somehow refers back to the worst coyotes draft picks in history it does. It does.
1: <laughs> He was on the worst draft pick in history episode, Nick Ross was so you do you you follow the yarn strings all the way around Leah's bedroom on her bulletin board, um, and the spider web that becomes the the trade tree and Keith Chuck turns into a draft pick that never plays.
2: Yeah. With Ladislav Nagy, it's it's crazy to think, you know, you talked about that injury. Uh, he had that 55-point point season that was split between Phoenix and Dallas, and then he plays his last season in the NHL one year later with the Kings, only has 26 points, and he's out of the game. He's out of, he's out of the league anyway, which is just crazy with how productive he was two years earlier.
1: Yeah, but that's how that's how much that injury damaged him, and how, how yeah. his inability because he was such a guy that was skilled with the puck and his hands and his his creativity with stick handling and being able to play in tight spaces just wasn't the same. And and he just you know ultimately ends up going playing in Europe and, and playing for a, a while. So he's still, but he was never the same player again. And you follow the other tree, the Hansus tree. So Zeus, Michael Hansus ends up getting traded to the Philadelphia Flyers for. Brian Boucher, the NHL oh. record holder in consecutive hmm. shutouts that he still holds to this day and now current national broadcaster. So Brian Boucher becomes part of the Keith Kachuk trade tree. So it is funny how all of these things, if you follow them far enough, end up going into Coyotes lore. And uh, I don't know when we get down to wrapping up thumbs up or thumbs down. I think you always have to look at the tree. And maybe this tree didn't have the roots that you were hoping it
2: did. Yeah, I mean for the coyotes. We talked about their inability to get out of the first round. And, and crazy enough, they actually made the playoffs the year after Kachuk moved, uh, lost in the uh, conference, lost in the first round to the Sharks. Of course, they lost in the first round because <laughs> that's all they did back then. Yeah. But then after that playoff loss, you go one, two, you have a lockout year, so you miss a whole season. But they go six straight seasons without making the playoffs. So it really was the end of that era, as I talked about Jeremy Roenick moves on, Teppo Newman moves on, all the key pieces moved on quickly thereafter. But Walt well, was the, he was the, the number one guy that, that ended up changing the face of, of the Coyotes.
1: Yeah, and this is the Coyotes team that made the playoffs six of the first seven years that they were in the Valley. Like this was, you just went to the playoffs. I mean, that's what I think Coyotes fans became accustomed to. Yeah, you lost in the first round every time, but you were at least there. You were in the conversation. You're in the playoffs six out of seven times is absolutely impressive. And it just was what you expected. And that's because they had that core of the players that you mentioned. And unfortunately, when they start being shipped out... It takes a long time for a young Shane Doan to develop into the player that he became to get the team back into the playoffs again under Dave Tippett. So it takes time. And other than the little blip in the bubble,
2: we're back in that uh, that long stretch of playoff drought right now. And by the way, Keith Kachuk goes on to have three more 30 plus goal seasons and six seasons of over uh, 20 goals. So he was still a productive player for yeah. a pretty long time after he left Arizona.
0: Yeah, he went on to play 561 NHL games, 543 of which were with the Blues, and put up 442 points throughout the rest of his career. So it's not like he was kind of, I mean, he wasn't as young as he was at the beginning, but it's not like he was a completely aging out player. He was still... Productive. um I think another part of this trade, when you look at it at the time, maybe in 2001, it's like, oh, a first-round pick. Well, at 23, the Coyotes selected Ben Eager, who played zero games for the Coyotes, um, and he was part of a trade with Sean Burke to Philadelphia that brought back Mike Comrie to the Coyotes. Ugh.
2: Mike Comrie.
1: That we have to do that on a trade talk Tuesday. I want to talk about that one.
0: The Sean the Mike Burke Comrie trade, yeah.
1: Okay. Mic, yeah. OK, we'll, we'll, we'll save,
0: save that. But, you know, it's just, again, looking down these little tree rabbit holes um, to see what happened. But, yeah, I think. Uh, do we want to vote on what we think about this or is there more you want to get into?
2: Uh, I, I think it, uh, it, it's fair to vote and say that it didn't work out. L- Ladislav Nagy had some terrific seasons, a couple terrific seasons for the Coyotes. If there had been a little more longevity, you could have said, OK. They, they got a really good young player, but, you know, unfortunately, injuries ruined that for him or a, a, one injury in particular. So in the end, this has to go down as a loss.
1: Yeah. And I, I think any time you're trading one of the best players to ever play in your franchise's history, it's going to be a loss. I mean, I, I don't know what you would have needed to come back to make this a huge, a huge win. Like, so I'm not surprised. You know, they got, they got some players that they were going to lose Keith Kachuk anyway. And they got some players that played minutes for them for years. So that's great. You just didn't have the playoff success that you had with one of the best players in franchise history. So unfortunately, the Coyotes lose this one.
0: Yeah, not surprising at all. It's kind of sad and to think about. And I don't really remember this. I also didn't live in Arizona yet. So I didn't really have any ties to the Coyotes. But to think about that original core dispersing is probably really upsetting, but the Coyotes are currently in the process of establishing the core that they hope to move forward with in the future. Um, We talk about Dylan Gunther and all of the other prospects that will become part of this team in two weeks, which is crazy to think about that the draft is just two weeks away. Um, I was trying to find Memorial cup odds on DraftKings. There's nothing right now. I did find world junior championship odds, Um, for the tournament that was rescheduled for August. So right now, Canada is the favorite at plus 125. And then USA, Sweden, and Finland are all plus 400. So interesting little tidbit there, if you want to get some early money on the World Juniors, and you know, very prospect heavy, which is exciting for us here. Covering the Coyotes because that's what it's about right now. Um, so, if you want to get in on some action on drafting sportsbook app, you can do so as well as continue to bet on the Stanley Cup Final and makes it so much fun. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, and when you use the promo code PHNX, new customers can bet $5 on either NHL team to win their game and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code PHNX at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the Stanley Cup Final. Must be 21 or older, Arizona only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit, restrictions apply. See show notes for details. I literally can't believe, Craig, we leave two weeks from today for the draft.
2: It's finally here. Uh-huh. Yeah. What? Yeah, wait, sorry, wait.
0: sorry, Petey. You get back from working on the road for yeah. over a month, and it's right into and it's it. right
1: to the draft, three and a half hours live. But the good news is I'll be at Four Peaks Brewery in Tempe, and I will be having... Ah a few cocktails and I'm really excited actually really excited for that I I, I, I do hope people come come watch us because it is we're just going to have fun it's going to be a really relaxed atmosphere have a beer we're going to talk about hockey and we're going to see who the Coyotes can pick at number three and start the future off right we've well right huh funny I said that right <laughs> do, do you think he can fall to three we'll see could happen anything could happen. can happen anything can happen so the draft's coming up I'm really excited and, and jealous you guys get to go to Montreal but I will be more than happy to hold on the fort in Arizona for a change.
0: Yeah, you can finally get that four peaks in your hand know. that you've been know. thinking about for the last month on the road.
1: I might have to go have a beer now. I don't know what time it is in Arizona, but it's a lot later here. So I think it's acceptable.
0: It doesn't matter what time it is, it's acceptable at any time, in exactly. my opinion. Fair, fair. And as long as you're 21 and over and enjoying responsibly. You can enjoy Four Peaks anytime, anywhere, and we hope you'll enjoy one with us on July 7th at 4 o'clock at the PHNX Coyote's official draft party. Petey and Sean will be there. We'll have a ton of special guests. Get your tickets online. They're just $5. You can head over to gophnex.com in the events tab to get your tickets. Craig, I felt like you were about to say something earlier.
2: I was not, actually.
0: Oh. <laughs> Sorry.
2: Uh, Sorry to disappoint.
0: Yeah. It's
2: but okay. I, Petey, Petey, uh, as far as the draft party, what, what are your thoughts on having to run a show for, uh, I don't know how many hours? I'm moderately concerned. Have you ever just done a marathon before?
1: No, but, <laughs> but the one good thing is, and you might have noticed, I don't mind talking about hockey. Yep. So <laughs> I was a little worried. But I just, when I went to DNVR and I did our show, the PHNX show, and then went right upstairs and did their show, their show was an hour and 38 minutes with no ad reads. So I did over two hours of straight content that day and we really didn't even talk about anything. So we're going to have we're going to have you guys popping in from Montreal all the time. We're going to have actually um, audio and video from the draft themselves on draft day. Like there's going to be content and I don't think it's funny. I was worried. Not that worried now. Plus, I'm um, Sean. Sean De is going to be there. um Other, you just bring up if you
0: ever need. Just if there's ever a lull, just bring up koala bears to Sean, do and, it he'll, to Sean? and he'll go for like 20 minutes about On why bears? he hates koalas. Koala bears? Yeah. Really? How do you hate koalas? I don't know. We need to ask him about I'm this. Always, honestly,
1: we're going to because I wanted a koala when I was a kid. I thought they're the cutest, cuddliest bears in the world. Was I want to stuff koala? That was a that truly was a thing. Well,
2: have you bring that up Sean. Remember the Qantas ads, pd Leah has no idea what we're talking yeah. about. I
0: know yeah, what Qantas yeah. is.
2: Okay, yeah, they had a, a koala bear. Wait, has has Sean had a, uh, a koala encounter?
0: I don't know. This is why we need to ask him, but I'm just saying... Hey. He's he may be the most opinionated person at PHNX. So <laughs> if, if you ever need to fill the time, just ask him about anything. He'll go on for a long time. Well, I'm
1: excited to have him. I think that's going to be a good show. He's he's definitely got a good personality, and he, he likes to talk hockey, and it's going to be fun. I'm really looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a blast. And also, we've done a ton of prep in the these months leading up to it. Of course, we've had Corey Promen and Chris Peters and Craig Button on. We have Bob McKenzie coming on next Wednesday at 11 a.m. live on the phnx sports youtube channel so we have all of that craig and Petey have been talking to coyotes first round draft picks they uh, um they talked to dylan gunther today so that video is coming soon all of those videos are for members only at gophnx.com and we will also be dropping some more prospect video breakdowns coming today as well Again, that's for members only. So if you're not a member, become a member today at gophnx.com for access to all those videos, for access to all of Craig's stories and everything else that's behind the paywall from all of the talented writers at PHNX. So we hope you'll become a member. Get your shirt from the PHNX locker, wear your shirt to the Four Peaks giraffe party. Um, I know PD will be and Sean will be wearing theirs. So and, and I'm going to plan to wear my, you know, except for when we're like at the Bell Center and have to dress really nice. I plan to wear my PHX gear around Montreal. So we'll see. Oh, and by the way, I didn't tell you guys this. My friend Spencer, hi Spencer, who is occasionally in our chat, texted me last week that he was at Five Guys in Scottsdale wearing his Cody the Coyote shirt and saw Paul Bessonet and Paul Bissonnette pointed out his shirt and said, hey, nice shirt. <laughs> and then nice. they talked about the Coyotes for a few minutes. <laughs> so, you know, small world out there.
1: That is awesome. By the way, Leah, when you talked about um, Margarita Bob McKenzie coming out on the 29th, I just looked at my calendar. Yeah, and that's why have... I
0: can't go to game seven.
1: Yeah, so if it goes seven, which is the 28th at 5 p.m. Pacific... That means I have to take an 8 a.m. flight out of Denver, which means I gotta be out of my hotel by 5 30 a.m. Get the eight o'clock, land at 10, Uber directly from there with my massive ass suitcase, not just like a this is a 30-day suitcase. And I'm gonna huh. roll into the PHNX studios just before and I will, I'll I'll do it. So I just now I've got a plan ahead. So I'm gonna go right from there to the
2: studio. I don't wanna miss Bob McKenzie. That is yeah, that is a
1: huge get.
2: And, and by the way, we have some other great guests coming, uh, including tomorrow on Wednesday's show. Matty Nyes and Josh Doan will join us to talk about their hockey camp, their friendship, the growth of hockey in Arizona, and, and probably some other fun stuff. And on Friday, Verby, friend of the show, Redeem Verbata, comes back to the show. And, and we, we've got a laundry list of things to talk about with Verbi, including improving the uh, pronunciation of check names, which we'll probably never improve. But he's here for us.
1: Well, I'd love to say that I get to sit on both those, but I don't know who knows might be another porta potty shot from i don't know i just don't know one day at a time here on the road with pd and speaking of that i think i might check out twitter later today maybe there'll be another playoff with pd there today or tomorrow
0: yeah, we'll see PD P- at, nice. P- at the playoffs. I didn't
1: even forget what it is now because I'm so tired.
0: Oh <laughs> tired, gosh.
1: Okay, well, sorry.
0: We got not to complaining, we it. got yeah, we got so much stuff planned. So, we hope you follow along with the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Go phnx.com, phnx underscore coyotes on Twitter, as well as phnx sports across all social platforms. The NBA draft is actually this Thursday. The Suns don't have a first round pick, so as PD would say. HK, But the PHNX Suns crew will be going live for the draft. They have a ton of guests lined up. So if you're into basketball and the NBA draft, get a little sneak preview on Thursday for that as well. Anything else before we head out?
1: No, I I will say you brought up HK. I haven't quite got HK to cross over to my new area. (laughs) So I've used HK a few times here and people... People are not gravitating to it quite yet, or don't know what the hell I'm talking about. So that first, for now, that's still a PHNX thing.
0: You know, it's funny when um, looking at prospects teams and like Finland and stuff. A lot of the yeah, teams H-K. it's like HK and yeah, then whatever. Club. Yeah, it's, so that that's been cracking. That is up. funny.
1: Yeah, HK. I want an HK shirt. HK. Like who cares?
0: We really need one. We, we really do. do. All right. Well, we'll let Craig actually be on vacation, so we'll wrap this up. Thank you all so much for listening. Please like and subscribe and leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be live tomorrow at a little bit of a different time, twelve thirty p.m. live on the Peachix Sports YouTube channel with Josh Jones and Matthew Nyes. We hope you'll join us. It's going to be a great show. Until then, enjoy your Tuesday, everyone.